you're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast, and check us out online at beardedtheologians.com. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Matt Franks. And Zach Bechtold. This week on the Bearded Theologians, we're going to... Um, we wanted to do Lent a little bit differently than we've done in the past. And this year we wanted to focus on a United Methodist thing because we feel like this is an important conversation to have uh, over the next six weeks and something for us to study. Cause part of Lent is, um, per, you know, studying and, and looking into to the faith and, and strengthening our relationship with God. And, and one of the ways that we figured to do that is looking at this United Methodist social principles, um, which can be found on page 105 of your 2016 book of discipline for those of you that may have one. Um, I mean, I, my, mine is, <laughs> I have a nice sticker on mine. So that way nobody steals it because I lost two of them since I moved here. Um, so I put a sticker on it so that way they know it's mine. Um, but in the, in the book of discipline, in our social principles, one of the things that we want um, our listeners to understand is that the social principles, while not considered church law, are a prayerful and thoughtful effort on the part of the general conference to speak to the human issues in the contemporary world from a sound biblical and theological foundation as historically demonstrated in the United Methodist traditions. And so, Zach, as we, as we think about these social principles, which were not held to by law, but were held to by covenant, um, what, what, what comes to mind when you think about these things? Well, when, when I look at them, um, so, so when you take, they're, they're broken down in, in the book of discipline, right, really structured. And so the social principles aren't any, um, <laughs> any, any they're the same. They're similarly structured. And so there's six different areas that the, the uh, social principles focus on. Um, it's basically nature, nurture, uh, people, uh, social, economic, political, and then a global view, a worldview. Um, and, and so when I think about these social principles, they, they really, um, and, and in your question, our relationship with God, um, I truly believe that our call from God, that our purpose is, is to love God and to love people. And when we love people, we love God. Uh, and so these social principles help us do that, help us make the connection not only to, to people, um, but to nature, uh, to the world around us, and effectively to God. And, and so when we look and, and we take these, and uh, over the next few weeks, when we take a handful of them out and talk about them, um, they're really pointed in that way of, of viewing people as people, viewing nature's creation, viewing the world as uh, something special, and how that works in our relationship with God and, and, and with others and how it brings us together. So for me, that's kind of what it looks. Um, kind of continuing on where you read something I really like, these, these social principles, they're called a faithfulness, are intended to be instructive and persuasive, and the best of the prophetic spirit. The social principles our call to members of all the United Methodist Church to be prayerfully, um, to to prayerfully study a dialogue of faith and practice, and, and that's what it is. It's it's to put our faith into practice, uh, and here's some ways that we can do that. Well, and I think of um, you know, 
John Wesley, one of the things that he was concerned about is us being a good steward of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And and Wesley himself even you know went up against slavery and and fought some of the social injustices of his time. And the Methodist mm-hmm. Church's kind of ethos, if you if you look at back early Methodist history, um, they were engaged in the forefront of politics and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, push towards policy, making policy better, whether it be for unions or childhood labor laws, or, um, yeah, we were even part of, um, the temperance movement, um, for Mm -hmm. what it may be. Um, uh, and, and, you know, that's when the church was at its best is when we enter Mm -hmm. into those conversations and dialogues and find out, you know, through reading of scripture and being in prayerful dialogue of, what does it mean uh, to be active in this world and how to respond to injustices, whatever they may be. And I think that that's something that the social principles are guiding conversation of saying, Hey, here's what the general church has agreed to be. And, and it's a, since we're a United Methodist, since we're a global church, you know, the struggle Mm -hmm. of that is we've got to look at the globe. And so, you Mm -hmm. know, some issues here in the United States may not apply and vice versa uh, in in other countries, Mm -hmm. United Methodism lies. But I also think right. that they're a, a great boundary of saying, kind of here's our, um, here's where we'll go and here's where we won't go, or here's yeah. how we feel and here, on these issues and here's how we don't, and because of our reflection of scripture, tradition, experience, and reason. Mm-hmm. Here's where we are as a church. Yeah, you know, so, so something <clears throat> something I hear a lot of, um, and, and we've talked about this off camera um, or off mic. Is is this idea that that politics and religion don't belong together? Um, you know, we have this separation of church and state, uh, within the country and it only, it only pops up, um, when it's convenient, I think, uh, that may be a broad general sweeping statement, but, uh, it, it tends to happen when, um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I think what we do as pastors, as Christians, as, I don't know, just good people, uh, God, pol- politics and religion do overlap quite a bit and if if we as the church if we as as pastors um aren't stepping up and speaking up against these injustices we're not living into that ethos that you talk about um we're not living into that foundation in which john wesley spoke up against labor camps and and, in these things and if we're not willing to do the same thing uh in our day and age why why are we here because we're standing up for people that's what this is whether it's due to loss of life or poor conditions or whatever Uh, when people are being mistreated if the church can't stand up and say something and speak out against it who's gonna yeah and i've been thinking because since i got to Tahlequah, one of the things that i've done and it i think it was more spirit-led i'm gonna say it was spirit-led it wasn't intentional (laughs) Because right. I had no intention of, of it being this way, but I'd, I'd read a lot. We spent a lot of time in the Old Testament, and it was amazing to see how you Jeremiah, and and you we just finished Jeremiah, and Jeremiah was, was, was trying to convince the people to change their ways to so the way that they were operating was not helpful and fruitful, and if, if they change their ways, you know, oh, but oh wait, it's too late. You are, you've already gone past the point of no return, and realize because you've done this, here's what's going to happen, and and, I, and and so we read Jeremiah, and we've read a couple other Old Testament prophets that where they were trying to speak truth to power to say, mm-hmm. you've got to focus on these things, you know, and, and taking care of right. the community, taking care of the other, um, 
being in right relationship with God. And I think when we think about these things, these, these, especially in the social principles, if you, if you take a look at them, you know, some of them just make sense. Like, yeah, you know, we right. should treat people, you know, as though we want to be treated or take right. care of the water air. I mean, that stuff makes sense. Mm-hmm. But um, the moment that we say that the church shouldn't be political, we're not being the church anymore. And, right. And that the church, I mean, you look at people that made differences in this world. Uh, they did it by going after the political powers of saying that, you know, mm-hmm. this is not right and you know this needs to be better and and that's really at least in my mind what christianity is supposed to do is to make the world better and and i will say this i understand that it, it hasn't in some ways it right. been injustices. Right. as someone who's a native american has heard the stories from <clears throat> from my ancestors of of how christians were not treating native americans very mm-hmm. well i get that but i mm-hmm. i also see that they're if practiced properly, and I, this is the lint, and here's, here's the lint, if we practice it properly and we become in right relationship with God, then we can take care of the other. We can take care of the mm-hmm. world. We can live uh, in peace. But until we recognize that there are some things that are just wrong with this world um, mm-hmm. that, that need to change, then until we're willing to have that conversation, we can't do that. And so one of the things that that Zach and I were kind of, we kind of stumbled across as we were working through this and kind of getting ready is that we also recognize that, you know, uh, in in the book of discipline in paragraph 509, um, we don't speak for the United Methodist church. Only general conference can speak for the United Methodist church. And so these are our thoughts, our reflections. Uh, We will refer to this document very well because we love it. Mm -hmm. We appreciate Mm -hmm. it. And uh, (laughs) we struggle with it. Um, But, um, we, we also want you to know that, that we, uh, the only general conference can speak for the church. And so we right. are just regurgitating what has been spoken. Um, right. We're going to have some really good guests on uh, looking forward to some conversation that we're going to have from the social principles. We'll have some blogs um, and we want to encourage you in this 40 day journey of Lent um, to um, maybe if you haven't, I mean, I know it's like Friday and Saturday when you're probably getting this. And <laughs> right. uh, if you haven't figured out something, maybe this might be something for you to look at and to take up yeah. and, and to preferably dialogue over. Cokesbury has a great resource um, mm-hmm. that you can pick up. Um, or if you want to buy a book of discipline and a book of resolutions, feel free to. Um, God bless you. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, it, it's one of those things. And, and, and that's the whole thing. The, the whole part of the, this this dialogue that Zach and I want to have is to look at these things and have conversation and uh, and and talk about where we agree or disagree or we can mm-hmm. agree to disagree or say yeah I just can't go there. Um, I think right. that that's good and healthy for for Lent, and especially in the age that we're dealing in, where mm-hmm. we've become it's only one way, <laughs> um, right. and right. instead of looking at things from multiple angles. Um, and so I'm looking forward to our conversations that we're going to have about these, um, yeah. and, and looking forward to where the spirit leads us. In these. Right. And, and like Matt said, as you embark on this 48 day journey of Lent, uh, whatever your, whatever practice, whatever you gave up, um, go, go headstrong into it, commit and, and don't beat yourself up. If, uh, if you stumble, if you fall, uh, pray for forgiveness, ask for grace, do what you need to do and keep going, uh, make it through this 40 days and see how you come closer to God. Uh, we want to thank you for, for checking us out. Uh, you can find out more blogs and uh, past interviews at beardedtheologians.com. Click on the Buy Stuff tab. Uh, we have some cool shirts and mugs and stickers and things uh, that help us continue to do this podcast for free uh, and uh, keep doing it each week. Um, for the Bearded Theologians, I'm Zach Bechtold. And I'm Matt Franks. Thanks for checking us out.
Thank you for listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast. We hope you've enjoyed listening, and we hope that you share our content online uh, through Facebook and social media, and we hope that you check out our uh, Beardcast store at beardedtheologians.com and pick up some great Bearded Theologians gear. We hope you have a good day.